The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. From now until Tuesday, you get 20% off when you use promo code NFCBEAST. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 212. Let's send it out to Albert Pujols, who just hit his 700th home run to join the exclusive club. That's 700 more than home runs that I think I hit in my, I don't think I hit any home runs in my competitive career um, growing up. And my co-host may have given up 700 home runs. I'm not. Uh, he's nowhere. He nowhere near uh, did he hit 700 home runs. But anyhow, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in due time. I'm sure. Thanks for coming to the show. This is not an Albert Pujols podcast or a baseball podcast. We have those on the network already. We have a fantasy baseball podcast with the brand new feed that you can subscribe to, and we also have the MLB, the old standard MLB podcast that you should also subscribe to as well. Uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No, this is an MMA podcast. Uh, we're just finishing off a No UFC No Problem week. Uh, had some uh, exciting events on the weekend, and this is going to be one of our famous, uh, the ones that people, famous episodes people clamor for. The very last one, sadly, for this year, our Dana White Contender Series Week 10 bets will be in this podcast. Usually we make you wait till the next episode, but no, not this, not this week, because. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll, if I'll last another podcast with all the background noise going on uh, from my uh, my co-hosts. Uh, home, so, um, what we should probably crack into. I'm Jeff Chalks Fox, uh, you're the chalky half of uh, the crew here. I'm going to bring in the other half, the noisy half, who is not so chalky. I actually was told by uh, an insider told me he's very dog happy this week on the Contender Series. I have not finished reading and editing his article on the event, so I I didn't realize that. Um, but apparently he's very dog ha- happy, which is so not like Gumby Vreeland that we all know and love. He's usually so conservative, but let's bring him in. We'll see if there's any truth to that rumor. It's the Gumby God on Tuesdays, Daniel Vreeland. Hello. It, it is true. And I will tell you that when you hang on and listen to after this episode, there's another episode coming on. You may have uh, some bigger sized dogs in that one as well. Whoa, Invicta will be our next episode, correct? Yes, correct. And um, to, yeah, otherwise you did the <laughs> the wrong background work. Right. Um, but uh, in addition to that, I did want to just clarify one thing real quick. Uh, I only allowed one home run in okay, my good. entire career. Wow. Uh, it, it helps only being able to throw like 30 innings or something like that. That makes it a lot easier. Um, and I hit one home run in my playing career. So uh, Really? Fantastic. I'm actually I'm tied, yeah. Look at that, like even Steven. Even Steven, like yeah. Seinfeld, yes, like the Seinfeld episode. Excellent. Um, all right, so like I said, we're going to do Contender Series Week 10. Uh, um, do you want to – we can recap quickly. Dan made picks for you for the weekend, Bellator and Cage Warriors. He went 3-2 and two on both events. Actually, you went 2-3. 2-3 oh, in, two and three in the second one, yeah. So there you go, even Steven again, 5-5. Five and five. Lost Even Stevens with a couple of a couple of nice dogs though yes, I will say. Yes, did a couple of dogs. Lost money if you were going to bet the same amount on every fight, but don't be silly about that. Uh, any thoughts on any uh, Bellator or Cage Warrior stuff? There were some no. viral clips that that went live, but kind of uneventful. 
Yeah, kind of uneventful. I will say Yoel Romero versus Melvin Manoff was exactly as dumb as I thought it would be. Yep. Um, but but I was very, very, very pleased uh, at the end of the day, because if you remember on last week's show, I said, don't bet this fight on the money line. Yoel Romero is, you know, he's a ridiculous dude. He fights different all the time. But if you are looking for a way to bet this for sure bet the over one and a half rounds, which was, they were giving you even money on one and a half rounds, which was nuts. Um, And so obviously that went way over the one and a half. You could have bet, was it over two and a half? Would it have hit over two and a half if we played? Because I saw a line on that too. Yeah, it would have hit over two and a half too. Wow. Yeah, so so, uh, yeah, like that one made me feel pretty darn good. And then on Cage Warriors, man, some some pretty crazy stuff went down. I, I saw... Um, Chase and Blair looked not as good as I thought he did. I saw JJ Ambrose get caught in a guillotine, all of that very crazy. But at the end of the day, uh, the big dog I liked in the main event, uh, who I think he, I, we're getting like plus 140 on him. Yeah. It yeah. hit one of the gnarliest knockouts I've seen. So, uh, yep. yeah. Um, all in all, uh, pretty, pretty nice little, uh, little weekend. Not, not perfect, but hey, that's what Tuesdays are for. Exactly. Exactly. That's what Tuesdays are for. Um, yeah, and everyone seemed to have fun in the Discord with it. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord if you want to get in on the fun and discuss these events with all the rest of us, the gens. Um, there was some crazy submission that I'm, I'm guessing you've never hit before. Um, I can't remember what it was called. It was at Bellator, right? And I can't remember what it was called, but it was a, it was hard to tell who was doing what to who. Yeah, and I think uh, if I saw correctly on... Uh... Um, yeah, they did. Um, the the fine people at Tapology called it the Lucanator choke uh, because that's what <laughs> Luca Post uh, uh, uh calls it. So they were like, "Cool, you call it the Lucanator choke." I've never seen it before, so that's what we'll call it too. Fantastic. So it's just I, in there as the the Lucanator. I take it you you hit more home runs than you've hit a Lucanator in your career. I have. Yeah, I've hit more <laughs> home runs than I have Lucanator. Boy, that's why he's stuck at purple belt, everybody. Right. <laughs> You have no brown belt announcement. Need more Lucanators. No, no brown belt announcement. I'd have to be, uh, I'd have to be a little bit better and more, uh, more consistent with my training. But alas, that is the, uh, the bane of having children, right? Yes, <laughs> that is one of the many banes of having children, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but this isn't a parenting podcast. It could be, but it is not. <laughs> um, we're gonna get you picks, like I said, for the last week of the Contender Series. Um, all that jazz. After I tell you about a few of our lovely sponsors. Like win, thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day, where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. So if you don't live in any of those states, time to move. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on to Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with an included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can oh, you can cancel at any time right now. 
to try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Finally, Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from different sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Do I hear dinosaurs again at your house? They, oh. There's a few dinosaurs there today. Oh, yeah, for sure. Loose. See, that? that's that's the one, uh, one issue when you record a little bit late, uh, earlier in the day. Dinosaurs are running rampant at Dan's house, and his his children have to track them down. I don't. What do they do when they catch them? Do they ever catch them? I I, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm usually down here. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Dan doesn't ask questions. He just pay, pays the bills, right? All right. That's it. Um, here we go. Week ten. Thoughts on Contender Series Week ten lineup? Obviously, Bo Nichols at the top. Everyone knows that guy. Uh, thoughts on the rest of the card? Just general thoughts. Yeah, there's a couple of guys in here who are. Are particularly exciting and there are a couple of guys in here uh who i think are particularly good in, and there isn't really a lot of crossover between those two which is uh sometimes uh, unfortunate yeah, yeah do you know what i mean by that like yep. they're guys who like uh guys who, who i think guys are who gonna dana, go in dana and, will love and guys who will love and they're separate yeah and and one of them i really love and i'm hoping dana does too because i think he's phenomenal uh but i just have the weirdest feeling he's gonna watch it and get bored Dana's loved pretty much everyone other than week one this year. Uh, he's, he's loved pretty much everyone every week. He's a lot of love I, in that guy. So. I don't, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I think we've, we've talked plenty on here, and that's something we're not <laughs> planning on being. Uh, BJ Penn now thinks somebody uh, cloud-seeded that hurricane going over Florida, just so you guys know. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a fun new one from him. Uh, speaking of fun conspiracy theories. So, uh, but... If, do you think there's a possibility that he did that just to, like, fire up people for the whole season? Maybe. Like, do, do you think he, like, sacrificed YouTube video on it? Normally I, I don't think so, but I, I'm just spitballing here. Because, like, <laughs> there were people on that first episode who did not look as bad as, like, some of the people on the last couple episodes. Yeah. And he loved the people on the last couple episodes. I think he's just a moody guy. I, I don't know if there's really any... But the, once again, this is me never buying into conspiracies. So maybe, uh, maybe I'll have to do the research, as they say, right, Dan? Maybe. Uh, I need some some YouTube maybe, videos. Do you maybe. have some? Uh, do you have some um, uh, pamphlets or something I can read about this possibly? I, I don't, I but I will. On? I I don't, but I will. I will hold your your counter argument here in high esteem that like he is a moody dude. That that's a fair point. <laughs> he probably just dropped like a quarter million bucks at a at the uh, blackjack table before he he walked in there. So. You never know with that guy. That's true. That's true. So what are your thoughts on the talent this season? It hasn't blown me away. Obviously, last year we seemed to be maybe a an exception, uh, exceptional year. Um, was haven't been quite as blown away this year with with the talent we've seen. Maybe maybe once I see the people in the actual UFC, that'll change. But uh, last year we were really high on so many people. Um, are we as high on as many people this year? Well, so it, it's interesting because I, I think it sort of depends. So I, I've been well, one of the things that I think is really helpful in, like, determining that is, like, going back and looking at uh, last seasons or, like, you know, the last couple of seasons and seeing them back to back. Like, the Wikipedia page for Contender Series is actually quite helpful in those regards. 
And when you go back and look, there are a couple who we like hold in very high esteem, right? Like Kaibo Ohio was really great last season. You know, we were higher on Slava Claus out the gate. And yeah. I think a little of yeah. that is faded. You know, obviously, Jelton Almeida, uh, Chidi Njikawani has looked really good since then. But like Michael Morales, I guess, was one of the other ones. Um, but like some of them have also kind of fallen off a little bit, right? Like we were high on yeah. Jasmine Jesuda Vicius and that kind of went away or like I was pumped about Joe Anderson Bree too. And he's looked kind of not great except for that one fight against Andre Feely where he like just decided he was good. Um, so like there, there are guys on there, you know, Daniel Zellhuber was one everybody was pumped about. Uh, yeah. So, so there are guys who it didn't work out so well. And I think that that's always important to remember, too. And then there are guys who surprise you and, and do better. Like Mike Mollott has been infinitely better. So I think it's hard to grade one, like you said, until we've seen him a little bit. But yeah. I do really love – I think there's a high ceiling on Joe Piper. I think there's a high ceiling on Waldo Cortez Acosta, the heavyweight who was on the second episode. I think he's got a lot of promise. Yeah. Then there was that episode with Matthews Rebeski, who I really liked. Uh, SD. Dumas, who was really good, Yasaku, Kenoshida, all, all three of them were like, you know, young, good prospects. And then we saw guys like Narulo Aliyev. So like, I think we're going to be surprised with the fact that like, you know, these guys and Gabriel Bonfim all like hold up against uh, a, a lot of those people we we're talking about in the last, last season. Then we got, we got Bo Nickel as well. And, yeah. and that kid, that 17 year old kid, uh, Ramos. Ramos, Ramos, Rosas, 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 excuse me, (laughs) Raul Hosas Jr. All right, (laughs) let's get into some picks. People want to to know where the money's uh, going this week. So we'll start with Bantamweights, Ashiak Ajem versus Matias Mendoza, or is it Mendoka? I guess I'm guessing it's Mendoza. Do you know? I think it's Mendoza, but I'm not positive. Mendoza, isn't that the guy that McBain fights uh, in uh, The Simpsons? No, it's Mendoza, I, mean, he, I think. He fights Mendoza. a lot of people. <laughs> no, the guy he always yells after he kills his partners and stuff. Ah, Anyhow, yes. a gym. We're going to start with a gym. Six and one, four knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once. He's won three straight fights all via finish. He is the CES champion. Two inches taller than Mendoza, plus 225. It's the N in Mendoza that's, that's messing things up. But anyhow, Bokayo is his nickname. Do you know what that means? B-O-C-A-O. I don't. Mouth, apparently, is what mouth says it is. So maybe he's a talker, oh, it's Dan. Big, it's big mouth. Because uh oh, okay. bo- right. Because Boca is mouth. So Bokayo okay. would be big mouth. Okay, cool. He's nine and oh with two knockouts, four submissions. He's not fought since November of twenty twenty. He's five years younger than uh, Jim. I don't know his reach. Uh don't have that listed. He's at minus two sixty five. Dan will fill in the rest of the blanks. Yeah, so I, I want to start by talking about Ashik Ajim, Um, because like he he was a highly touted prospect coming into CES. So highly touted, uh actually Shale Sonnen was talking about him all over his podcast, um, telling people that he would fly opponents to him to fight Ashik Ajim because he thought he was that good and nobody would fight him. Um, like coming off of uh, like a, a bunch of wins in a row. And then he ran into a problem. And that problem was, is that he fought Chris Moutinho, the legendary Chris Moutinho, the one we all know and love uh, from the pair of beatdowns he took in the UFC. But he went in there, he knocked everybody out. And Adam just like 
punched himself out. He home, you know, let's make another Simpsons reference. He Homer Simpsoned himself. Uh, yep. You know, like Agent punched Chris Mutino within an edge of his life, and Mutino just stood there and took it. And then, with like halfway through the second round, Agent was exhausted. There was nothing left in his tank, and Chris Mutino just, as, as Homer Simpson did, just slowly pushed him over and took the TK no victory. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like that. That, that's, you know, obviously doesn't look really good for Adjim, but since then, he's won three in a row again for CES, all of which has taken less than two minutes. All three fights combined have taken less than two minutes. He's got really exceptional power, and as we saw in the last fight with Batar, he, like, he can jump on a guillotine and finish you, but that way, too. So, I am really high on Ashik Adjim. So, I, I knew that going in, being, like, he had one mistake with his cardio, probably won't happen again. And so then I went in you know, looking into more about Madonka, who is Madonka? Madonka? Is it Madonka? That's better. That's even better. Madonka. Yeah, I, I think it's Madonka. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, Mendonka. I'm going to do Mendonka. All right. Anyway, Mendonka, I, I didn't know too much about him. And clearly, he's a guy who's wrestling jujitsu happy. Like, that's where he wants to start. Um, but, like, in his last fight, I watched his whole last fight with Pedro Nobre. He, he got all of his takedowns stuffed by Nobre. And, and not that Nobre isn't, like, a valuable opponent and a guy who can test you. But I don't think he's as good as Edgem. And he really stuffed a lot of what Mendonca had. And the more and more Mendonca failed, the worse and worse his takedown shots looked because he was shooting from farther away more desperately. He was not giving up on ones that he, like, ought to just get up on and reset. Instead, he was just, like, really trying to force the issue. I think that's a nightmare against a guy like Edgem who can just grab your neck and choke you out and is, like, so good at finding a finish. And I think bad shots here are going to lead to him getting hit more. So I mentioned that I'm dog happy on this one. I'm going to take the plus 245 on Ashik Edgem here. Wow. Why is the line so skewed, do you think? I think it's really skewed because of that loss to Chris Mutino. Like, if you just go, like, you know, tapology capping here, right? Like, if you, you decide, yeah. I don't need to watch any film on these guys. I can just get what I need to get off of tapology. Like, Mandonga's 9-0, and he's beaten good guys, right? Like, I just talked about beating Pedro Nobre. Um, and he's, you know, a bunch of finishes, all in regional fights against guys with decent records in Brazil. So, like, you know, take that for whatever it is. And Adjim has a loss to a guy a lot of people consider one of the worst dudes who are in the UFC for a long time, right? Chris Mutino became kind of like the laughing stock of the UFC after those two losses. And and that's not fair to Mutino either. Uh, but, you know, Adjim, you see that loss from Adjim, and I think people just automatically line it the opposite way. All right. Well, once they hear this, they will not. Uh, everyone will be flocking and getting those lines uh, moving. So, um before we move on, let me tell you about No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at win, winning a quarter million plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and twenty times your and win twenty times your entry if you hit all your picks. Battle up to five-player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code 
SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. Promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sportsbooks. And they've got a VAP Discord group that puts an even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at the daily promo updates and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% track, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguy.us. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fast-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I'm just about to jump into a SGPN basketball one myself. It's a game-changer product like anything else in the industry, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. They have over-unders integrated right into fantasy, the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter contests via over-under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy league's matchup screen. For example, Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback, and not only do you think... You are going to win your fantasy matchup this week, but you are also confident that Mahomes is going to hit his over 250 passing yards line. Did that happen, Dan? Yeah, I did, think he did, but he had a really rough day, including Another throwing, one. throwing a pick at the buzzer, which was uh, cost him the game. Ugh, two weeks in a row for you, Dan. That's okay. I, I'm winning based on just my the teams I'm playing sucking. So, <laughs> Excellent. All right, if you do pick correctly over on that sleeper thing, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the top of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it up together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play the new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay, let's move down a weight class to flyweights. This is an all-male card, by the way. We have no females on the card this week. So male flyweights, Rafael Ramos Estevan versus Joel Elias. A lot of Brazilians on this card as well. Um, Elias Alacate is his nickname, which means... Alicate. A-L-I-C-A-T-E. Alicate. Is it a tool? Yes, it is. Pliers. Oh, look at that. that. I, uh, it sound, sounds kind of like uh, a word for, um, I'm assuming, pliers in Spanish, um, which I will put the intern on and, and get the official answer on that. So it's, uh, it's a word that sounds similar. Look at that. Look at this guy. All right. Uh, Elias. 17-3-1 with one no contest. He's got one knockout, 11 submissions, so we know his path to victory, or his preferred path to victory. He's been knocked out once, submitted twice, so all of his losses have come via finish. He's won three straight fights, all via submission. He's a regional champ, used to fight up at Bantamweight, don't have his reach info, unfortunately, plus 190 on him. Estevam Makapa is his nickname. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? I don't, no. Good. <laughs> if Google Google doesn't, I figured Dan didn't either. Uh, Makapa, 10-0. Three knockouts, three submissions. Used to fight at Bantamweight as well. He's a year younger than Elias or Elias or however we're going to say it. He's four inches taller than him, minus 225. So 
So, uh, yes. first of all, the Flyers is, is uh, spelled exactly the same in Spanish okay. and in, in Portuguese. So that's part of why I knew. Um, and I'm going dog here again. Uh, oh I, want, I want to get right out the gate here with two massive dogs. And for a couple of reasons, you know, like, I'm pretty familiar with the guys these people have fought on the uh, regional circuit. Like, I, I've seen a few of them because uh, Hamos and, and mostly they just call him Hamos, by the way. They don't use Estevem very often. Oh, OK. Um, so in, in like in like in because uh, I, I went like re looking for one of his fights in LFA and it like it's just listed as Rafael Hamos. So, um, you know, like I've seen him fight a few, few times, both in LFA and in Shudo. And like it, it, it's, I'm not going to say he's not good. Right. Like he's good. He's a guy. I, he's exactly what you expect out of like a young uh, ish, young ish Brazilian prospect. He like much would prefer to do jujitsu with you than box with you, but he's got like pretty sharp, pretty strong boxing. And I, I went and watched Elias, who I, I had seen before. I remember him drawing with Bruno Correa way back when. You remember Bruno Correa from? I do. Yeah, he was on Contender Series, and um, he was on The Ultimate Fighter too. So. Uh, I, I remembered that, and he's got more recent fights than that, and he's looked amazing. And it's—I would just say this—very similar style. Only I think Elias is way faster, and I think his takedowns are better. Um, when when Hamos is on top of you, he doesn't really seem to have very good ideas about passing, or uh, you know, his grounded pound's good, but like only when he gets to a really dominant position, and he doesn't seem like he does that unless he gets it straight off the takedown. I think he's going to have issues with taking down Elias, especially that Elias has fought bigger before, right? Like he is a big guy. Um, and, and I really think that he will have no problem stuffing the takedowns. And I think he's, he's stronger on the feet. He's got better submission skills. I think he's faster. Like this is one of those ones that I went in without knowing the line and did the write up. And I was genuinely perplexed that Elias was the, an underdog here. I, I think it's nuts. Gumby's gone dog crazy. Is it because you're 121 bucks in the hole and you want to dig yourself out? This is your last chance. No, I didn't know. I didn't know that. But but I I also am not the type of person to do that because, you know, like we said, nobody here is for real betting the exact same (laughs) amount of money on every money line. Uh, If I if I did if I did that and those were the only picks that I could make, then, yeah, like, first of all, I wouldn't be playing profitable and that i just live with that but you know no, i'm not gonna give people bad picks just because uh some sort of gimmicky thing we do is is making me look gimmicky bad. oh my god it's a, go. little, yeah. it's a little gimmicky yeah you, you can't chase after money, <laughs> money you lost anyhow so uh all right let's move on let's move up a bit let's move up to featherweights we got freddie emiliano Linares versus jack jenkins um, and like I said, this will be at Featherweight. Let me get my info right here. We'll start with Linares first. Predator is the nickname. Eight and one, six knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once. He's a regional champion. Used to fight down at Bantamweight. Four years younger than Jenkins, plus 200. Jenkins' nickname is Far, P-H-A-R. Any background on that? I know nothing about that, no. <laughs> okay, we'll move on then. Nine and two, four knockouts, three submissions. He's been submitted twice, so that's the only losses he has on his record. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. Minus 235, the number on him. Yeah, I'm going with Jack Jenkins here. Uh, I'm off, off the dogs here. I'll slow you down a little bit. And uh, Freddie Linares, uh, look, look, Freddie Linares is good. Uh, I, I do like Freddie Linares. I think he does some decent things. Um, but pretty 
what's the thing that Linares does best that makes him like fun to watch and why people like him is just, just like blind volume. Like he's the type of person who's just like throwing punches together to throw them together. And he's won a lot of fights that way because he forces people to either brawl with him or, you know, like he forces them into doing something stupid and he takes advantage of it because he just pours it on you. The problem is, is that Jack Jenkins is one of the most patient fighters I've ever seen. And like one of the most like technical guys that will pick you apart, at least in terms of like a prospect you're going to see on this show. I, I should, you know. Uh, caveat saying that I've ever seen that I've ever seen at this level um because like he he is maybe not like Dana White's dream pick here but he, he is so good in that like he works to the body he works to the legs he works to the head he doesn't overcommit to anything he stays out of range constantly his opponents are always missing him so a guy who's just going to throw blind volume against him all the time I'm pretty sure is just going to get picked apart probably like I've seen Jenkins get a leg kick TKO wouldn't be surprised to see that happen again here but more than likely I could just see him wearing Linares out and like frustrating Linares until you know either Linares begins to even further overcommit and Jenkins finishes him or just like one of the most brutal 30-27 scorecards you'll see I'm on board for a leg kick finish let's do it Jack Jenkins he he did one uh, I want to say it was about a year ago in this organization called Rogue MMA. Uh, he he fought a guy who stepped in on late notice, which is like you know no shame to the guy who stepped in late, but he he just like ripped that poor dude's legs apart nonstop for like a little bit over a round and finishes him early in the second. And like it, he's got that power and he's smart enough in the way that he stays out of range that like just every time you take a step in the wrong spot, he punishes you for it. Lighter weight card other than the the main event. All right, I'm going to tell you about uh, Send C first. Champin, what's his nickname? Is Cham Binho? Cham Binho. I have no idea what that means, and I'm guessing Dan doesn't either. Um, so Inho, oh, the Inho suffix uh, yeah. on that means small uh, yes, we've in, in, Portuguese, in Portuguese. Um, and from my my looking up when I looked up Cham Binho before, it appears to be some sort of uh, snack cake, uh, like a hostess snack cake, uh, <laughs> down there. So I don't know, I don't know what Chamba is, but Chambinho appears a small to snack be, cake is what he is. It, it appears to be a little snack cake. <laughs> well, that's what you want your fighter to be named after. Maybe that's why he's the underdog here. Anyhow, let's tell you about him. It's NC, C-E-N-C-I, if you wonder what his, the real name is we're talking about here. He's six and one. Actually, these numbers don't add up. I have him listed as six and one with a knockout and six submissions. So I don't, I don't think that's right, Dan. Uh, somehow that doesn't add up. But anyhow. He, I think he's, I believe he's finished all of his opponents. He is, Mostly, he is seven, he is seven, seven and ones. one by okay. uh, tapology standards, but they have uh, noted some of the organizations he's fought for may not necessarily be the most trustworthy. Okay. Uh, it, it says on their screen six and one now as well. So I think they have both. Maybe they're there. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. When you go into his actual profile, it says seven and one. So nonetheless, we'll say seven and one. He's finished all of his opponents. Maybe. Maybe he's won all those fights. Who, who's to say is what Tapology is saying. He's also been submitted one time, so he's never gone the distance. That, I think, is what we're all agreeing on here. He's won six straight fights. He has not fought since 2019. Plus 205, the number on him. Dan would be crazy if he picks this guy. Let's find out. Uh, Patterson, the future. 9-1-1, four knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out once. He's won five straight fights. He's got 8-0-1 over his last nine. He's won two straight via finish, minus 240. Tell so, people how crazy you are, Dan. So first of all, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, this is 
why you don't use Sherdog. Uh, he, <laughs> the last time he fought was not 2019. The last time he fought was uh, October of 2021, so roughly about a year ago. However, Tapology has no data in there that Gladiator Challenge, the organization he fought for down in yeah. Brazil, is, uh, I think it's Brazil, is uh, not a trustworthy organization. They tend to try to pad records. Uh, that win for him was against a guy who was zero in zero. And if you look at the fight card he was on, it's a whole bunch of people fighting a whole bunch of people who shouldn't be fighting. So, for instance, there is a eight and three guy who be a O and O guy, Leon Shabazian, um, who you might know from Contender Series fame. Yeah. Uh, Victor Rosas won on that fight card, and he beat a guy who was fifteen and twenty seven. Uh, there was a guy who was seventeen and eight who beat. A guy who was 0 and 1 uh there was a woman who was or a guy who was 7 in 1 sensi who beat a guy who was 0 and 1 you see what i'm saying here is that like this organization seems like it was just padding records but what that does tell me is he's been active more active than we give him credit for he also trains out of king's mma which gives me a lot of faith and if you've watched any of those fights he's been in uh and, and i didn't see the gladiator challenge one but i saw one before that the dude's fast um the dude's got a lot of speed and in addition to that, the reason I like him against Sam Patterson, because you're right, I'm taking another dog here. The reason I like him against Sam Patterson, who is, you know, like a lot of people think he's very promising. He fought for Brave. He's six foot four, which is an absurd frame at that age. People like Patterson because he hits hard and he's elusive. But if you watch most of his fights in Brave CF, he's elusive just by ducking his head backwards when somebody throws. He leaves his chin way up in the air, his hands come down, and he just lunges himself out of range, which has worked for him so far. The problem is, is that Sensi is six to himself, and he throws really powerful hooks and straights, and I think those can catch Patterson. Now, with that being said, if he gets you in the slightest bit of trouble, if he tags you, he jumps on a submission, and he jumps on it so fast. Like, I've seen him jump on guillotines, I've seen him jump right to people's backs, I think that's a problem for Patterson. So, yeah, I am taking Sensi here. I know people are very high on Patterson. And, and like I said, I can see why, especially because of, like, how weirdly powerful he is with, like, an oddly lanky body. But Sensi, I think, too powerful. And I think there's a problem with the way that Patterson does not protect his chin. You're going to be a legend this week if these come through, Dan. You're going to go out with the blaze of glory this year. <laughs> you're, you're going to have all – everyone's going to be all over the Gumby Reel. They're all going to go buy your Tuesday Night Miracles shirt from the sports gambling podcast store. All right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to hit the main event after I tell you about Elias, a game plan app. You know, the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday and Sunday. That's because it's NFL season. That's why our favorite time of the year, whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a whole lot better. Thanks to the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias game plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues. Elias Game Plan is, a f is full of information and insights provided by their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up-to-date and that you can trust. This app gives you everything you need this season to get a competitive edge. The validated team and player news and stats, head-to-head -head team comparisons ahead of their matchups, along with Elias key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis, and expert game analysis, which can give you the advantage in betting, picking your fantasy lineups, or showing off your sports knowledge. And Elias Game Plan is releasing new features all the time, like their chat function, which allows you to talk directly with their researchers. So you get the information you need to feel comfortable when making big decisions on betting 
uh, or your fantasy team. The Elias Insights helps me and you know that our strategy is backed by numbers, not just intuition. Elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer. When you subscribe, get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my promo code, SGPN15. I'm being kind, and I'm letting you use my code. Find the Elias Game Plan sports betting app in the App Store or Play Store today and use my personal promo code, SGPN15. Introducing RYP VIP, a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive access to real money pools. Get access to exclusive data to help with your weekly game picks, premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools, and exclusive swag. The top line here is that if you're is that if you're a serious sports fan, you need Run Your Pool VIP. Use code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP and get 50, 50, 50, 50, I want to give you 15, but no, they're going to give you half off, 50% off your first month at Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. 50% off as one of Dan's children get eaten by the dinosaur in the back. <laughs> that, that was a fatal yell. I could tell that time. Ah, that was it. Yeah, it was a tough the one. Tyrannosaurus Rex got him. All right. Um, <laughs> main event time. Middleweights, Bo Nickel, perhaps you've heard of him. He's back. against. They gave a 17-year-old contract, not Bo Nickel. I'm, I'm kind of tired of hearing that because, like you said, this was probably already arranged. It was, it was planned. Nickel. It was planned. When when yes. when Dana White talks about how good Bo Nickel was on the, the first time that he was on the show and was like, and we'd like to have him back. If Bo Nickel's got a smile on his face, like, come on. You, you don't have that kind of performance and yeah. not already know that that's going to happen because if that was a surprise, he'd have been rip shit. Yep, yep, yep. Plus, the 17-year-old probably has, has more MMA experience than Bo Nickel, to, to put it frankly. But anyhow, Bo Nickel is fighting Donovan Beard, a quite a step up for him. This go around, this time about Beard, the highlight reel. He's 7-1, two knockouts, three submissions. He's won two straight fights. He is the CFFC champion, so he is a a legitimate fighter here for sure. He's the type of guy who would show up on this show regardless, right? Whether it was Bo Nickel I, or I think so, yeah. yeah. He's just getting a bad shake at things the first time out. Uh, hopefully, there's something arranged to give him a, a second fight. Uh, uh, he's an uh, inch taller than Nickel. Don't know his reach, unfortunately. Plus 900 is the number I have. Bo Nickel, do you know that he has a nickname, Dan? And do you know what it is? Is it Bo Nose? No. Is it No Nickel? <laughs> that would be good, too. Did you make both That's, those up? No. Uh, Bo Nose is, is from uh, yeah, uh, Bo is. Jackson, obviously. Yeah, uh, and then, he's far too young to know that, though. So. Yeah, and then his, uh, his, his uh, social media handles are No Bickle. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. he's the, uh, uh, they're much better than the Allen Assassin, which is what Wikipedia has him listed as. Oh, I don't like that at all. No. Nope. <laughs> we better let, better let him know. All right. Uh, he is 2-0 and in MMA. He's got one knockout. He's got one submission. He's one known in the contender series. Saying he's a wrestling champion probably is an understatement. He's the uh, NCAA champion plus a world champion uh, wrestler. Seven years younger than Beard, minus 1,800. Let's see if Dan can do a good breakdown here or if he's just going to say, pick Bo Nickel. No, I actually have some stuff for you guys to know about beard because again kind of like when we talked about picking yoel romero last week you if you're on dgen out there looking to get a bet down on this you're not putting a 100 money line bet on bo nickel as we're going to pretend to do in no? a second now uh because like you know like like we said that's not the best way to be profitable that's also not the most fun way to, to watch fights yeah um but i'll say this about bo nickel is that like we know he's got exceptional wrestling 
We know he likes to go to that wrestling early, and we know like he likes to do the safest thing to make sure he wins. Donovan Beard has got power in his stand-up. He's knocked people out standing up quite a few times. The thing I know about him as well is he's also got submission skills. But his last fight against Miles Lee, which, by the way, you probably don't know the name Miles Lee, but the guy was 3-0 going into the CFFC championship, which seems early, but he's an exceptionally good wrestler out of Daniel Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, um, or you know, Team Daniel Gracie, as, as we've come to love it and laud it each week. And he was a uh, state champion wrestler in Pennsylvania and a multiple-time high school All-American wrestler. So Donovan Beard just fought a guy with those credentials. And granted, those credentials are not one-eighth of what Bo Nichols are. But Miles Lee steamrolled Donovan Beard for three rounds with brutal wrestling in top control. And Beard looked like he had no answers. When it got to the championship rounds, the guy with only three pro fights, tired out, got caught into a triangle. So what we know about Donovan Beard is that while he is, yes, a giant step up in competition here, he's also a guy who finds himself on his back against good wrestlers. And for me, that's enough to say I like Bo Nickel and I like Bo Nickel early in this fight, right? Like I'm betting the under if I want to find a good spot on this, um, probably under one and a half is a good look at this one. I would also say like if you can find a Bo Nickel like – um, you know, you want to get like real exact. If you could take Bo Nickel's submission first round, that's probably where I'm landing here. I, I think he probably just submits uh, Donovan Beard in the first round. Or if, if obviously your book doesn't offer anything that specific, Bo Nickel in the first is probably the best move. All right. So Yanni's taking this the distance then probably. Dude, if he if he tries to convince people <laughs> to take the over here, because because like, don't get me wrong. Uh, Donovan Beard's only loss was by decision. And, uh, you know, if you, even if you go back to his, his amateur career, he's got three decision losses then too. The dude's never been finished. Uh, but he's also a dude who gets taken down against a guy who does not give you an inch of, of leeway when he does take you down. So yeah, if, if he tries to convince people to take the over, I mean, unless it hits, he's going to look real dumb. Uh, and I don't think it's going to hit. <laughs> Yeah, I got you all fired up about a made-up thing about Yanni. That's probably not even gonna happen. If if he picks it, if he picks <laughs> it, if he does pick it, you you will be getting the one getting propped in the Discord for that prediction because that is the only Tuesday <laughs> prediction you've wagered for the entirety of the series. This is the one you, you wagered, and uh, if it comes through, you'll be a hundred percent. Oh, fantastic, fantastic for me. All right. There you go. We, we got this in your ears earlier than normal. Um, but don't skip our next episode. No, we got more picks for you this week. Invicta is back up and running. And they, I wish it was monthly. It's not even monthly at this point, is it? It's like quarterly almost. Yeah, they're, they're, they're being I, – I don't know exactly what their plan is. I, I know it, it, the pandemic was really hard on such small organizations. So I know yeah. that kind of slowed them down, and they've – had a little bit of trouble uh, fighting themselves and getting back up since then. Um, also, they changed platforms. I don't know if you know, they're being televised mostly on YouTube and like self pay-per-view for a little while. And now okay. they're back to being on Fight Pass. So I think that messes with the timing too as well. Yep. This one is going down from Oklahoma, which uh, they don't usually, they're not usually in Oklahoma. Usually they're in what, Kansas? Is, are they in Kansas or Missouri? They're in one of the two, right? They're they're in Kansas City, which is in Missouri. <laughs> okay, right. Yes. You confusing Americans, you. All right, so we're gonna get that in your ears because that's going down on Wednesday. So, so we got Tuesday picks for you. We got Wednesday picks for you. We got you covered. All right. In the meantime, like I said, Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/discord. We're usually hang out in the fights 
channel there, but but we uh, at least myself, I I uh, creep around in other spots. Um, what else can we tell you? Our uh, our Twitter SGPN MMA Gumby runs that one. I'm Jeff Fox writer. He is Gumby Breland on there. And if you haven't already, give us a review. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed to our feed for this spe- specific podcast and not just the the general sports gambling podcast network one do that too that'll help us out uh, tell your friends tell your enemies tell everyone they should listen in on us and if you want to see dan's written breakdowns of of all these fights that we just gave you you can check out his article which will probably be up by the time you hear this or very shortly i still have to finish editing all his horrible grammar out of it just kidding <laughs> gummies is actually good um i think i told everyone all they need to know do you want to take us home or you don't want me to take us home this time dan I, I can do all the Sunday ones. I like the Sunday. Oh, okay, ones. you go ahead. I, I'm <laughs> I'm David Gabby Freeland. He's Pliers Jeff Fox, and we will catch you in just a moment.